This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Hello, and welcome to another World of UX podcast. This is your host, Darren Hood. Thank you for taking the time to join me today. And as always, a special welcome to those of you who are listening to the podcast for the very first time. For those of you who might be new to the podcast, just a brief introduction. The the podcast is really about, well, the world of UX. And what we mean by that is any and everything associated with the user experience discipline. We, uh, and we're actually going to be talking about that today at length, but we don't just talk about techniques. We don't just talk about methods, methodologies, well, career outlook, career trends, IA and, and, and research and usability. I and mean, we talk about everything, artificial intelligence. We want to have somebody on. I'm not a specialist when it comes to to artificial intelligence at UX. So we're going to bring somebody on the show to talk to you about it. But it's, it's our goal to talk about everything associated with UX. And, and I don't think we've done what we're going to do today before, but think of today as more of a sort of a fireside chat, a really laid back type of of approach that we're taking for this particular episode before we get into another series because we we tend to do series and those stretch out anywhere from from three to 12 episodes so we like to give you some little little things to chew on in between and we're going to be talking about the world of ux but but i'm i'm giving it a different title today and tonight we're going to be talking to you about really in a sense what the show is about and I want to explain some things, and they're, they're based on some interactions I've had with some folks recently. We want to give everybody a nice, good, bird's-eye view of what it is that we talk on the show, but there's a lot of why. I'm a big, a big proponent of not just saying what you're going to do or what you intend on doing, but I really find it very valuable out of respect for people who partake of what you're doing, whether whether it's the practice of UX at work, whether it is what you're doing from an educational standpoint, whether it's what's going on from a, why do you talk about this instead of that? And to just get on the show and just do things and assume that people know who you are, because some of the people under the sound of my voice right now they don't know who I am. And I was like, I got to talk about that today a little bit. I introduced myself on other episodes, but I want to give you a little snapshot because it'll help you to understand why we talk about the things we talk about. And more importantly, why it's important. That's that's essentially what's behind the, this topic tonight, the holistic view of UX. When you take the time whether people agree with you or not, whether people will subscribe to what we're serving up and cooking or not, I feel that is still it's still my responsibility to explain what my purpose is. I'm not the kind of person who likes to sit up 
and just talk about what's going on, talk about what's on my mind, talk about whatever topics uh, we're, we're covering, but not give people, extend the courtesy to help people understand why it's important that we're talking about whatever we're talking about. But because of the nature of this podcast, as well as some of the other work that I do out there, I think it's important to really take time to explain some things because it gives people a better opportunity to be able to understand and then to actually do something with the information that we're sharing. But before we dive into that, just a couple quick, uh, not really housekeeping things, but just a couple little announcements. We have some some initiatives that are underway that I want to make um, known to to my audience out there. One of them is that I've been a writer for years. And it's time to put that to work when it comes to user experience. So out on Medium, uh, and some of you may have heard me talk about before, I am not a fan of Medium, not not the, the service. Make sure that this is clear. It's not about what they're doing. I think that Medium as a service and as an app is, is great when it comes to user experience because there is so much misinformation out there medium as is other other venues it's not just medium but because there are no checks and balances in these different arenas anything goes and people just say and do everything and we'll talk about some of that another time but instead of me being uh, frustrated with the quality of content on medium it finally hit me and someone did sort of uh, help encourage me a bit and I'm very thankful for what they did and and what they said uh, so shout out to Erica. She knows who she is. And she she really helped me to see it. it, it th- this would be a good thing for me to start writing uh, again. Um, open parentheses, close parentheses. <laughs> so uh, under the the user ID of UX Uncensored, which is another part of the work that I'm doing in the UX community. I have started writing blog posts and several of them are available. So sometimes when you hear me talk about a subject here on the podcast, if you'd like to hear a little bit more elaboration, or maybe there are some some resources that I've made available, you can actually find them out there at uxuncensored.medium.com. So head on out there. I look forward to interacting with some of you out there. You can even post questions, what have you, and I can answer. Uh, so, so we're busy out there. Another undertaking that we that I want to make you aware of is something that we call the UX Chit Chat Hour, and we're using a a new venue called Air Meet. Uh, Air Meet. It, it's one thing for people to connect on Zoom, and then we're all going at it, and you got the thing that reminds you of the Brady Brunch grid going on, and everybody's on the screen, and we're talking, and we're talking over one another, and, and things like that. It's a great resource. It really comes in handy. It's great for its purpose. Well, Air Meet takes things a little bit further because not only um, are you all connecting virtually, but instead of having one room, you can actually make an address and present everyone or, or talk to everyone out there on Air Meet. And then everybody's listening to you. The focus is on whoever that speaker is, the person who's been given the, the, the authority to go backstage, the authentication to go backstage and to address everyone. But then after that, instead of us all being in one room, there are actually tables. So you come in and you join the conversation by picking a table. 
when you go to the table, you can talk to everybody at that table. And it's almost like that table has its own little thing going on. And so what we're doing is we provide um, the UX Chit Chat Hour. These take place the last Thursday of each month. The UX Chit Chat Tower uh, uh, Hour is uh, roughly an hour, 15 minutes, hour, 20 minutes that we provide for people all over the world. UX professionals from all over the world are meeting in the UX Chit Chat Hour on Air Meet to just talk about whatever. There's no script unless we have an agreed upon topic or a, a selected topic, which we have not done as of yet. But you can come out there and you can just talk to people. Sometimes we just need a big, gigantic support group just to, to talk to other UX professionals about what's going on in and around UX. And it is so energizing. It has already been more than any of us expected. And we're really, really enjoying the UX chit chat hour. And it really helps one, one issue that comes up with social media. A lot of people are really, really good at interacting on social media. And some people are not, and and we're not slamming them. We're just calling the spade a spade. However, it's because sometimes the challenge of interacting, some people are good at, at being able to interact with somebody when you're posting responses back and forth, but some people are not. And, and they're not good at it. They're just not good at it. It doesn't mean they're terrible people or anything, but when you can, when you can engage in real time, the dynamics are optimized. And so now we've got an opportunity to do what, what a lot of people have, have, have struggled with in the past. So I'm really enjoying the UX chit chat hour for that reason. Again, we will be meeting on the fourth, the, well, the last Thursday of each month to make it easy. The last Thursday at each month, 12, 15 Eastern time. Uh, and if you're interested in getting more information on that, uh, then you can connect with me on medium you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm out there, Darren Hood, out there on LinkedIn. You can go to the World of UX with Darren Hood page on LinkedIn. We have our own page. We're starting to spread our wings a little bit, and we're starting to do a little bit more, provide more resources, and engage more with the community. So i just excited about those things and want to make you aware of them. But let's get back to today's topic at hand. And again, that topic is a holistic view of UX. I have in my travels, I have engaged, well, I, I engage with people all over the world. I reside in metropolitan Detroit in Michigan, Southfield specifically, and I, uh, I'm engaged with the local UX communities. I'm engaged with UX communities abroad. I'm, I'm engaged a, a lot of different places, and I, I connect with and speak uh, at conferences and events all over the world. And one of the things that comes up constantly which is why I wanted to take the time to address this today and make a, let's call this an official statement. When it comes to UX, there is, there are the methods, the methodologies, there are the artifacts, there are the, the deliverables. We, we know what these are, and if you don't know what they are, you're learning about them. And so no matter whether you're a junior an entry-level person, a junior, a mid-level, a senior, a lead, a, a director, whatever it is, 
we, we've all, we all are either going through our paths or have gone through certain paths. Uh, we have built our skill, our knowledge, our acumen, and we continue to build ourselves. And, and when it comes to the different resources that are available, you've got your books, you've got your podcasts, you've got, you've got your YouTube channels, you've got your, your now we've got these other, there's a, this new clubhouse. We've got clubhouse now and, and people are out there that are doing things. It's, uh, somebody probably when I talked about air meat, they probably talked about talked about or thought about clubhouse. That's strictly audio. You really you aren't getting involved the way that we do on, on air meat. So two different animals. So I don't want anybody to confuse that. But we 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 check out these different resources and you go out there and for the most part, uh, pretty mainstream. The mainstream operation is you're going to learn about interaction design. You're going to learn about design thinking. You're going to learn whether whether it's it's profitable or not but these are just i'm just rattling off topics you're going to learn about or hear people talk about lean ux you're you're going to hear people talk about uh interactive voice response in ux Uh, you're going to hear people talk about all different types of topics and how you can do this topic that topic that method that method whatever it might be and we just go from topic to topic from method to method from from deliverable to deliverable and we just keep getting all of this information and it is important and and it is vital to the well-being of the ux community that these people are out here talking about these things so by no means uh, are we about to say that those types of things are not valid? They are valid. And it is, um, it's great that people take the time to talk about those things because we do need to to have that, 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 that area where we're building skill, knowledge, where we're building acumen, and we're helping broaden knowledge of executing the work that takes place in the arena of UX critical however it is if we, if that is all we talk about if that's all that we pay attention to when it comes to ux there's going to be and actually there is now a problem when i talk about ux being under siege it's that's where we start to head into what i refer to as this holistic view of ux because we can't just, I mean, the, the, the world of UX is revolving. Picture the earth just rotating on its axis. And sometimes the sun is up and sometimes the sun is down. And sometimes it's a really bright and sunny day. And sometimes it's very, very gloomy. And there's disasters and there's rain and there's earthquakes. And there's just like the world, the regular world. The world of UX is, it, it, it's a metaphor from that perspective in that the things that are happening in the world literally are happening in the world of UX figuratively. So in order for us to be successful, if we only focus on the methods, the methodologies, the artifacts, the uh, all of those basic things that, that make up the day-to-day work operation in general, and we, we look at the sunshine and the roses and the beautiful trees and the streams, if we look at that, but we don't pay attention to those other things, then what happens and what has happened 
is that the failure of us to give attention as a whole, because some of us are, and I do, and that's what I do on this podcast. Go back and look at the history of topics and, and you'll see it reflected in what I'm about to talk about is that when we don't pay attention to those things, we end up not being able to manage those things. I, I wrote, talked about my medium post earlier and I wrote a, a medium post about a week ago and it was entitled Toxic Positivity and the Demise of UX. Now, are we saying that UX is going to falter? No, we're not. Is that a clickbaity title? No, it's not. It's literal. It's something we need to be concerned about. UX is UX. We understand what what it takes. Uh, many of us do and many of us are learning. We know what it takes to operate in the discipline, but there are some issues that are taking place within our world that if we're going to not become victimized, because that's what happens when you don't pay attention to things that you're not comfortable with. If you, if we don't pay attention to these things and manage them, they will manage us. And so I, I first talked about UX being under siege in about 2012, 2013. Everything that I said is happening today. I spoke an event at an event and I talked about the rise of the poser. Today, posers are running rampant in the midst of UX. People are lying on resumes to get jobs. They're lying in interviews. Uh, the, the companies don't know how to evaluate UX talent. So to hire somebody because they have a pretty portfolio, failing to understand that uh, a good UX portfolio really isn't that pretty because the things that we deliver, they don't look like anything. They're the, the, it's not presentation layer level stuff. So consequently, um, things like that. And because I don't want to go on a tangent in that arena, the, a lot of the things that are going on in UX are being unattended. They're being ignored. And and that toxic positivity, everybody wants to talk about what makes them feel good about UX. But when you only focus on the good, but you don't focus on the challenges, if you have a flat tire, if you have low air, you need to fix the tire. You need to put air in the tire. If it's raining uh, and you've run out of uh, or snowing and you've run out of windshield wiper fluid, you need to fill that up so that you can better manage that the, the, the situation that you're going to encounter, the challenges that you're going to encounter, the discomfort that you're going to encounter. We have to be prepared for that. So when different things happen that are not in our best interest, again, if we are not proactive, we will find ourselves reacting to everything and hence the holistic view of UX. So back to the question I started a lot of this off with. People say, Darren, why is it? Why do you spend time talking about things like the siege that UX is under? Why do you spend time talking about people falsifying their, their credentials? Why do you spend time talking about the dangers of that come out of companies not managing their UX maturity level and and the importance of making sure to have senior UX personnel on staff instead of people who said they're seniors and they really only have one or two years of experience when you can't get senior, you cannot achieve senior status uh, until you're at least seven, eight years into the game. I 
talk about it because I firmly believe in and understand the importance of having a holistic view of the discipline. If we only talk about the work that we do, and then these other things, these are not figments of our imagination. These things are happening. And I know there's some people out there that can relate to what I'm talking about and have seen it firsthand. But some people blow off what I'm talking about because they haven't seen it. But the fact that you haven't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just means you haven't seen it. So when somebody is continuing to blow the trumpet, so to speak, and trying to bring it to everyone's attention, to run the siren, to let everybody know that there's something we need to be aware of, folks need to pay attention to that. Because when they don't, and what I've seen a lot of times is people ignore it, it comes back, and it will bite you in your rear, and it will not be pretty. It's not going to bite me, because I know it's <laughs> I know it's over there. But it's going to bite you if you ignore it. And then you're going to end up doing what I mentioned a few moments ago. You're going to end up reacting instead of being proactive. And anytime you're proactive, you're in a better position to manage and control your destiny. If you are reacting, you're always operating at the tempo of whatever is being served up to you from a situational standpoint, from a happenstance standpoint, and that's not a comfortable, nor is it an optimal position to be in. So I'm advocating today and and sharing, like I said, a fireside chat with my listeners today that we need to make sure that we subscribe to, all of us, we need to subscribe to a holistic view of user experience. It's not just the work, it's the challenges. It's the maturity level. It's hiring practices. It's directions and trends in the discipline. There's a reason that these things need to be paid attention to, and there are consequences that lie ahead when we do not. There is so much happening in UX that is being unattended and it's going to cost us. So I, I hope people will, will hear this and, and ta- I hope they take me seriously. I hope you take me seriously today and rise to the challenge. If you enjoy UX, you love the direction that we're headed uh, per se, you know what the value that we bring to the table, you know what value we bring for the business and you want to see the good of UX and you want to be one that stands up, even if it's just in your own organization. You don't necessarily have to be on a soapbox like I am, so to speak, and always shouting these things from the mountaintops, but taking to the point to you've got to affect it somewhere. You can't do the things or allow the things that are detrimental to the discipline to happen without offering some resistance. So I challenge you today, and I'm going to close off today with a fable that I shared on, uh, I shared it on LinkedIn, but I'm going to be posting it to Medium in the, in the next few days. And it's that some people refer to the things I talked about. I'm, I have a holistic view. I've had a holistic view for a while. And someone referred to the things I'm talking about as being controversial. And and so the, the, the fable I put out there, I, I told a story about a person who continues to make a journey on a daily basis by foot. And every day he has to cross the, the street at a certain place and uh, the person goes across the street, but as he goes across the street, 
there's always somebody who's running the, the traffic light. And it's pretty blatant what it is that they're doing. And so the person's very concerned that there's always just, just tons of people that are constantly running this, the red light. And so the person starts to talk about, talk to others about what's going on and expressing concerns about what's happening with the traffic light. The person even goes as far as talking to people in the area who are responsible for keeping the law uh, in that area, responsible for overseeing issues with the traffic ordinances to bring it to their attention so that this thing can get rectified. And so I, the end of that fable was basically I asked the question, who's really controversial? Is it the person who is trying to bring to attention what's happening at the traffic light and the dangers and the threats that are being posed to lives and livelihood and things of that nature? Or is it the people who keep running the red light every day? So yes, controversial from the standpoint, if you look at a basic definition of it, of someone who's, who's fostering a great deal of conversation and sparking, sparking uh, lighting a fire under people so they look at something, but then again, that's not really the, the crux of what con, uh, being controversial is about. Being controversial is going against the grain and doing something that is that, that challenges uh, what is supposed to be the standard. I'm not controversial. I just happen to be making a sacrifice to address something that we need to fix. So in close today, keep that fable in mind. And check out the different resources. I'm going to end on that note. Check out the different resources that that we're we're putting out there now. I hope you you get out there and able to check it out. Would love to hear from you. And and uh, but that's it, folks. Let's start to embrace a holistic view of UX. We will all benefit for it if we do. Until next time, this is your host of the World of UX, Darren Hood, signing off. Happy UXing, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.